forever. Dog. Christmas, huh? Why are you so? <laughs> what? You're broken already. Christmas, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's the, it's December. It's the holiday spirit. Christmas. No, I love I love Christmas season. Yeah. But also, it's about, I love yeah. I love Christmas season, but also I think now because I'm older, I've just seen mm-hmm. how Christmas. Look, man, I've mean, seen some days. Well, it's like you know what it is. Like when I was younger, it was like I had a, a hit or miss because you know I was like, ah, oh, man, I don't get all the stuff everybody else gets. So I, like you know, oh. we got past that. But now, as an adult, having friends with kids and families, I'm uh-huh. like, oh, this is the hard part of Christmas. Right. Uh. Yeah. Again, I love I, here in New York. The only time people were really happy, so like I, I dig it. But I'm like, oh yeah, man. <laughs> the only time we're happy. I mean, think about it. People are super. Like yeah. the lights. The you go down oh, Fifth sure. Avenue. Yeah, Lincoln Center is beautiful. Yeah. yeah, I when I when I was a kid. Uh, oh, I have I said this yet that I used to be afraid of Santa Claus. <laughs> you <laughs> might have. Have I said Wait, that yet? Did you? Yeah, I used to be afraid of Santa Claus. Um, okay, then if I if I've said it already, but I'm not gonna. Uh, who I'm remembers gonna, that? Nope. Oh. I'm gonna if somebody's like, I know the story. That's if, funny. If there's that's, anyone listening to it that's like, man, I know the story. It's like, hey, man, I've been binging Black Man podcast, <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and 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 six hundred hours ago, <laughs> I heard you talk about. Yeah, no. How I many, be fresh. Ho- how I many be fresh. hours? How many hours of our podcast have we done? Uh, too many. Yo, wait, wait <laughs> about it. Why would you get to Santa Claus? Um, yeah, so one of the story. Okay, so like you know, like the the way that we would do Christmas is like everybody. This was man, a long time ago. We don't even do it like this anymore for the for the young kids now. But everybody would come to one house, mm. and then um, there'd be a period of time when Santa Claus would come. Oh, yeah. So all the kids would have to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> and and I, we probably had our eyes closed for for two minutes or right. whatever. It's just the time for them to get out the toys and set them out under the tree. Right. So, but but the way that they would get us, <laughs> the way that they would get us to close our eyes, I had an aunt who would say. <laughs> Uh, that Santa would put pepper in your eyes. If, if, you, if you open your eyes, Santa's gonna put pepper in your eyes. I've heard that. I've heard that. Fri- what You've is heard that? that too? I've heard what that. What is that? And then and I've then they would do stuff like where they would like run uh, run through the hallways, making all kinds of noise, like the reindeer are in the house and stuff like that. <laughs> And it, the reindeer so this are in the house. It was terrifying and scared me so much. I remember, I remember physically shaking that in is bed. Scary. That was terrible. <laughs> Being afraid of Santa Claus. The reindeer in the house. That is terrifying. Yeah, uh, so, so yeah. So I was afraid of Santa Claus putting pepper in my eyes, and and yeah. I, I, I don't think I ever truly <laughs> believed in Santa Claus. And again, if I said this before, so what? <laughs> <laughs> it was 600 hours ago. <laughs> I, but I do remember like one night being like, I'm going to prove that Santa Claus isn't real. I'm going to stay up this whole night. And then I, and I went and, and I, I, I sat on the couch. You know, the Christmas tree is there. And I was like, I was watching TV. And I was like, whew. And I remember it was like 2 o'clock in the morning. And I was like looking outside. And I was like, I'm going to stay up this whole <laughs> night. And then I like blinked. And then it was 6 a.m. And the pre- <laughs> all the presents were under the tree. <laughs> all the presents were under the tree. And I was so mad. I was so mad. But I still went to school. I blinked. I still, <laughs> I still went to school. And I was like, I was like, I stayed up all night. And people were like, you didn't stay up all night. I was like, I stayed up all night. And then my friend was like, well, Santa Claus didn't come to your house. 
Because if you don't believe in him, Santa Claus doesn't come to your house. And I was like, well, I was looking outside and I didn't see him go to anybody else's house either. He was like, yeah, you messed up everything for your whole block. <laughs> and I was you like, nah. Did. Also, I just loved that this story was, it was 2 a.m. I believe. <laughs> That's what it felt now, like. Now I went to sleep. No. I blinked. It felt like I blinked. I blinked. The presents with all the presents were under the tree. I, literally, all the presents were under the tree, and I was like, "How? Hey, I didn't. Yo. I didn't. I didn't stir. Hey, I didn't, there wasn't even a stirring. Hey, yo. Not a creature was stirring. Yo, brain like a little asshole. He was there on the couch." <laughs> Arms crossed. I know. I'm gonna prove he doesn't yeah. exist. <laughs> I know. My parents had to be all mad. They had to creep on. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> just like creeping. Put some but also, it makes that funny. I could just imagine, like, one of your parents is looking at you, like, yeah, nigga. <laughs> now, <laughs> now, now what? Now what? <laughs> now who's real? <laughs> who's real now? <laughs> Sip, sipping some coffee somewhere. <laughs> yeah. The nigga will wake up, see the presents. <laughs> Shit his ass. <laughs> Right, what was your Christmas like? Yo, I don't know, man. Like, I believed in Santa for a while, but I feel like I knew kind of early on my presents, my presents were coming from my mom. You're crying. Yeah, because I'm just imagining, like, Braylock. For some reason, I just imagine Braylock, like, cross-armed on the couch. You know what I'm saying? Like, like slowly looking out the window and just feeling proud of himself. Like, yeah, one hour day. <laughs> That, that is how I am. Yo, oh my God. Sorry. All right. That's exactly what happened. It just, like, I've never seen your childhood house. I just imagine it now. You know what I mean? Like, I like there's a scene. I know what color the walls are. Like, I imagine that there's a way that your dad could, like, look at you from the kitchen and he's just smiling. Just look at me. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. I don't know, man. Christmas is weird because I knew very early on presents came from my mom. So I just stopped, like, asking for things. Right. Uh, uh, but I will say this. I did like how, and I guess the same thing as now. It's like, I like how happy people got. Yeah, mm-hmm. like people just get happy, and then of course, people, some of my friends who would be struggling, still like, which sucks, would still be kind of happy, even though they knew. Like, I had a friend. There was one year I didn't get anything for Christmas, like not one goddamn thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I had another friend who didn't get anything for Christmas, mm-hmm. and I remember like we was cool because the joke became. How we didn't get none for Christmas. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And it was like, that was just the thing we talked about. Right. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I remember talking to him on the phone on Christmas Day, and we called our other friend, Audrey, and, like, and that was that was the joke. Like, she had a ton of shit, and we just made jokes of like, man, whatever. Oh, oh, I remember that's when Thong Song, or maybe it was the year after Thong Song <laughs> came out, and I was like, Psh, I got this, I got, got a Cisco CD. <laughs> I remember like playing Thong Song nonstop on Christmas, being like, yeah. This is all you need. Merry Christmas. Yeah, and watching, and I know I do every year. I always watch uh, uh, the Grinch cartoon mm-hmm. at night. Mm-hmm. In the morning, watch the Jim Carrey one, and also watch the Santa Claus with Tim. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, those are your Christmas go-tos? Those are my Christmas go-tos. I just started liking a Christmas story. I know everyone loves it. Yeah, I just started liking it. I stay on a Christmas it. story. My, yeah, you got a Christmas story. I got Muppets Christmas Carol. Oh, okay. F- fantastic. Okay. Fantastic. Fantastic. Elf. Okay. I've never seen Elf. Yeah, me oh my god, you never gotta go. Seen. Oh, it's so funny. I've, I've seen like a scene or two mm-hmm. from it. But same, same. And then of course, Black Nativity. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait. Your transition is just you just actually said the name of the movie in a list of movies. Is that is that how we're doing this? Is that a transition? Muppets Christmas no, Carol. Are you gonna do it again? No. There's no need to say it again. Elf. Which y'all should definitely see. <laughs> Black Nativity. I thought you were gonna say like 
First of all, I think the one that slept on. No, no, I'm not acknowledging this bullshit. <laughs> but it's not a. It's not a transition. I'm so confused now because. Or is it the perfect transition? <laughs> Let's start the show. Jonathan Raylock, James the Third, Jerome Milligan. What more can I say? Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Hollywood City. Always. Always. Is that the song? That yeah, I was hoping y'all were gonna. I, I, I don't know, know that one. I thought you were gonna do silent. I think we'll do a Christmas song. So. Or, 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 yeah, or the song they, they, they say, like, they're like, be grateful. Right, yes, <laughs> grateful. Yeah, that was, that was a good one. And the reason I remember that is because I, there was a part of me that was listening to it. I was like, yeah, this is a cool gospel jam. And there was another part of me that was like, yo, don't tell me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> you instantly got mad at the song. Be hey, man, grateful. But that was, that was their lesson, right? Grateful. Yeah, but that also, was their lesson. Yeah. One of them. But also, I actually like the oh. music in this movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because they were dope gospel tracks. But also, I realized Raphael Sadiq did the soundtrack, and I'm like, mm. oh, well, yeah, that's why it doesn't yeah. sound. Well, before we get ahead of ourselves, True. my name is Jonathan Braylock. Why are you so goddamn, what's wrong with you? You got, <laughs> a, new, he got a new He got a new pants and shit. He's a new man <laughs> out here. He just undid his shirt. Uh, I am Gerard Milligan. And my name is James the Third. That wasn't bad, but there's something you do with your voice sometimes, yeah. and it makes my ears like, <laughs> what? It's just, you know what I'm talking about? Welcome to the quiet storm. It's that part. It's that part. <laughs> At the end, it makes my ears like. Uh, for those of you who are still listening <laughs> it makes for the first time. Everyone has stopped. <laughs> uh, this is a film review podcast. We review films. Of leading black actors. That's we, right. We talk about in the, um, in the context of race uh-huh. and diversity. That's right. In Hollywood. Hollywood. Okay. And today we are reviewing the film Black Nativity. Wait, what, what was that? It's called Black Nativity. Yes, it is. Apparently, it is based, and I say apparently because I don't really know anything about it, but it is based on a Langston Hughes Wait, play. Are, are you saying apparently? Musical. Are you saying apparently so no one's going to take that statement as fact? No, he's no. I'm saying I don't know how much of it is really based on this play. Maybe uh, a lot of it. Maybe I, none of I it. I imagine none of it. Just based off of I, I have not seen Black Nativity either. Right. But I imagine like You don't think Tyrese is in the I, you know, First the of all, there's no Tyrese. He's not That's in the original. He's <laughs> like, why is there no Tyrese? That's a problem. Um yeah. Uh, anyway, I'm sorry. I it it is based on a Langston Hughes <laughs> play. No, I know you're right. It is it, it, based on black, yeah, black yeah. Uh It stars uh, Jacob Lattimore. Oh yeah. Uh, it stars. Yes. <laughs> I don't know why Mary J. Blige because she's she she has a presence in this movie. She, she's in it. She's in it. Of course, Forrest Whitaker's in it. Nas, yeah. Angela Bassett's in it. Yep. Nas is in it. Um, Tyrese. Tyrese before, is in uh, it. The aforementioned. And we can't forget Oscar winning. She, she won an Jennifer Oscar. Jennifer Hudson. She yeah. won an Oscar, right? For yeah. Best Supporting yeah, Actress. Yeah, yeah. Jennifer Hudson. Jennifer yeah. Hudson. Look at that There were a few. It was like Jennifer uh, uh, Academy Award winning Jennifer Hudson. Academy Award winning Forrest Whitaker. Academy Award nominee Angela Bassett. That's some bullshit. Angela mm-hmm. should have won. Can you believe that? She only they, a nominee. The, this, the Academy. How many movies is she? Man, I'm sorry. Anyway. Bad. Whatever. Um, so, this film did not make a lot of It came of out in 2013. 
Now it only cost seventeen point five million dollars to make. How, how much? much it how much it make, John? Uh, it made seven point four million dollars. It didn't uh, do well. It didn't. It didn't. Dang! It didn't beat yeah. their budget. It's it's what it's what everyone in the industry calls a bomb. Yeah, this is definitely a bomb. Well, it's tricky because all right, this is my thing, and I, I'm asking this question: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when it comes to black holiday films, yes, the, I know all holiday movies have the same vibe, but do they all feel the same a little bit? Like, like I understand this is a musical, mm-hmm. yeah, but this Christmas and uh. We reviewed something last year, and I was like, I thought that shit was the same movie. Yeah, I, I the, mean, the they, one with Rami, Romney Mount, Romney. Uh, almost, almost, almost Christmas. Christmas. Like they all like it is, around a dinner. It does have very similar names and yeah. like heavily, heavily church heavy. I, I didn't even know that this movie was made one, but then I think had I known that it was being made, I, I probably wouldn't have seen it. Black, Black Nativity, the play, is done every. Every Christmas, all like every I was in Christmas. one. You were in a black nativity. I was Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> I was Joseph. Wow. I was Joseph. Yeah, I was Joseph. Now, just so I am aware, Black Nativity, the play, is that just the nativity story, but with black actors, or is there like, like this film, a modern day story? No, I don't a, think so. Boy, right? it, it, it is struggling I with feel his like it was mom. Tricky. It wasn't like to me. It's like it wasn't with that. The it reverend. was the black. It was it was a musical mm-hmm. that had like Afro, um, Afro. What do you call it? Music. Uh, like Afro inspired music, but it was like just n- nativity, right? Um, and and if someone knows, please uh, tweet at us. Yeah. If you've, I mean, if you according know to Wikipedia, it, it's a it has traditional Christmas carols that are sung in gospel style with a few songs created specifically for the show. It, it was written. It, it was first performed in 1961. Hell stomp! Yeah. <laughs> what did you just Everybody say? Everybody now, stomp! <laughs> Are you doing Kirk that's Franklin? The, right that's the gospel song I know. That's right. I said it Is was performed it? in 1961, and then you start singing <laughs> the 1990s <laughs> song "Stomp" by oh, Kirk Franklin and God's Property. <laughs> my brother. Okay, stomp. all of those Sorry. songs were fire. The whole stomp. Do you want a revolution? <laughs> So do you want a revolution? Oh, man. It says the show began. Uh, <laughs> the, the, I mean, listen, if you want, I can start breaking down some Kirk Franklin. Can we do that here. for the next 90 minutes? GP, are you with me? Oh, oh yeah. We at the church. We ain't going nowhere. GP, are you with me? Oh, yeah. We at the church. We ain't going nowhere. Don't doesn't doesn't he do we y'all y'all him. y'all 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 in that like that's does what, yeah. what does he? listen man that is who I is that the, who originally did that that's Buster yeah Buster but then he no, does that in I think this. he does I think he does and <laughs> oh man dude I had I bought Kirk Franklin albums oh yeah I oh my them. goodness Hit, uh, Kirk Franklin and the New New Nation <laughs> some people, yo there are certain guys the with New people, New Nation the New New Nation and you and he had a song with uh I think he he definitely. Uh, it was like I think it was like Mary J. Blige and like R. Kelly. I just remember R. Kelly was on a soundtrack, and this was like after the, he had R. Kelly on a gospel soundtrack. After R. Kelly was accused of being no way, I'm not kidding. That could was, not have happened. Yes, a hundred percent it happened. It was oh, no. after, and I was like, and I remember at the time going, yeah, forgiveness. <laughs> forgiveness. Yeah, forgiveness. forgiveness. Little did we know. That R. Kelly would still, twenty-something years later, be yes. doing the same. So the 
the Langston Hughes play <laughs> is riddled yeah, yeah, with yeah. Kirk Franklin uh, songs, is what we're trying to say. Uh, so no, it's not. Make okay, me right, clap my head. Let me stop. But wait, you no. were in Black Nativity, so you were yes. in this. Were you in this? Were you in, I mean, in Langston Hughes Black Nativity? It was called Black Nativity, right? Then that so, was you it. don't know. It was but called Black know. Nativity, and that's it. Then you yeah, did. and, it, and it, did it they sing "Go Tell It on the Mountain"? And <laughs> they did. They did. Oh, so maybe it was. Yeah, they did. Okay. They did. And it was legit. Like it is still. It's still. It's apparently it's like the birth of Jesus. You got Mary. You got you got the the three. I think you got the three wise men. Right? Yeah, you. Yep, the three yeah. wise men are there. Yeah, so it is. It does seem like it is like mostly yeah. the black nativity. I mean, yeah. like the nativity story, right? Dug it. With a couple of like, you know, some gospel songs in there. Right. My Joseph, just so y'all want to know a little bit of performance, uh, Steph. Uh, my little, my Joseph. <laughs> You're my just Joseph. coming on with some real right. swagger about <laughs> your performance as Joseph. <laughs> The <laughs> least interesting character in the nativity. Story. Oh, the best. Let me tell you what's so funny about that is that young me was like, "Yeah, nobody care about Joseph." So I got to spruce up. I got to spruce up this yes. performance. Yeah, I got to spruce up. You got to so spruce up. You were improvising lines and stuff. What did you I made, do? I made Joseph. I made. Joseph, I was like, Joseph needs to be cool because Joseph works with his hands. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's a carpenter. He is a carpenter. So I made sure I had all my tools visible. And I put them on put my on belt. A belt. I put it on my belt. I put them on my belt, and I was like, "But, but, but, because Joseph, <laughs> but, but because Joseph, Joseph had to protect. Yeah, like I'm gonna give him a little something on the on the hip that people can see. Because like Joseph just saying, what did you have on the like, hip? I had to like the one of the what is it? One of the old carpentry hammers that have like a pointed tip. I was like, yo. Mm-hmm. Joseph ready in case somebody. Everybody, <laughs> Joseph had to do right. Why? In case, he in case any Romans roll up on me, man. He had to do right. I'm ready. I'm ready for the centurion, baby. Yo, uh, I was ready. Uh, he had to, yo, oh my, my do right. Black nativity. Wow. <laughs> All right. Joseph ain't gonna have um, no weak waves. Okay. Uh, we need to talk about this film. Oh, you're right. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, you're right. So we've said, you know, it has a. So this movie. So this movie. Uh, which I'm guessing most of our, our uh, listening audience probably hasn't seen. And this is maybe a mo- one of those movies where um, it tanks our ratings. No. <laughs> this is one of those, Not Nativity, baby. This is maybe one of those movies where people listen and they're like, I'm going to just listen to this podcast. I mean, the cast, though, the cast so, of this movie is, it's surprising it's a, to me that it didn't make. It's a very, it's a, it's, a, it's a power cast. Yeah. You know, because even... Jacob Lattimore. Well, I guess he. I don't know what he had done at the time. Probably but. just those, those uh, children's those book movies. What did? Which one did he do? He was in the first one of the Maze Runner or something like that. Was oh, he in the he Maze was? Runner? But no, those there had to be. Uh, no, the, those were after. That was at the twenty. That was twenty fourteen. Uh, maybe he wasn't in even. Um, okay, because I know him from Collateral. Right, but he was in something else before that. He was in the Maze Runner, but that was twenty fourteen. Oh, then that was. After. Um, he was a Disney person. So yeah, and I mean the the dude could sing. Oh, that boy, that boy, that boy. Good. I mean, that boy. Good. He was getting down. Okay. That boy good. Um. Anyway, so for those who haven't seen it, um, uh, we'll we are gonna probably just do spoilers, but it is one of those movies where. It's you not, you're not you, you kind of predicted anyway, yeah. so you you can listen in and then maybe see this it was his second like. movie. Um, this was his second movie. Second movie, uh, and we have essentially a story of this kid Jacob Lattimore, his mother Jennifer Hudson. Um, they're being evicted because of that. Jennifer Hudson sends him away to his grandparents, who he doesn't know. 
they're estranged because she doesn't talk, you know, Jennifer Hudson, his mom, doesn't talk to her, her parents anymore. So he doesn't know them. He's frustrated about it. They live in New York City, um, even though he's from Baltimore. So he has to go to New York by himself, go to his grandparents, um, doesn't like it. He's also trying to, like, get some money to help his mom because she's going to be evicted. They need $5,000. They need $5,000. Uh, doesn't know his dad. Uh, there's like a bad guy from the wrong side of the tracks, Tyrese, who keeps hanging around him. Yep. yep. And you know, and then uh, and the and the grandfather, Forrest Whitaker, is uh, reverend, and so he invites him to church. Actually, he like kind of tells him he has to go to church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he goes to church and he watches a the Black Nativity story. Yep. Yep. Which he kind of like falls asleep and dreams about as well. There's a lot of songs. They were the prettiest homeless people ever in this movie. Right. Like Luke James and that actress. Yeah. What's her oh, name? Oh, yeah, they were very pretty. I was like, man, they ain't gonna put no dirt on his face at least. Yeah. Like, I, like, I, every listen, now and then he looked... He oh, looked, did he? No, there were, there was design every things that then. frustrated me. So, yeah, anyway, that's the that's the story. <laughs> uh, it's a musical. Uh, there are a lot of... There's a lot of songs. Uh, do I need to say anything else? It has a 51% no, no, no. rating on Rotten Tomatoes. He's, Both he's, audience and critic scores. But it's, it's, it's equal. It's 50. 51%. Hmm. So... Um, you say it's about Christmas? I think people know that it's about Christmas. Anything else? Is it about... You say it's about Christmas? Do they know it's about Christmas? You make sure they... <sighs> All right. Initial thoughts. <laughs> he still ain't even say it. Right. I know. They don't know it's about Christmas. All right. Hey, y'all, this movie you, about Christmas. <laughs> You do, you want me, do you want me to start? Yeah, you want to go first? I, I'll start because I feel like I don't start a lot. Okay. Yeah, you go I first. usually end. I'm going to pull some of the wine. All right. So okay. here, okay. So, man, this movie brought up a lot of feelings in me. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about it. Uh, you know, I come from a very uh, conservative Christian background. Mm-hmm. I didn't always used to say that I was a conservative Christian because kind of, it, I, I think in a lot, maybe, I don't know. In my experience, the church that I grew up in, we judged other Christians. I think that's true. Yeah, a lot I think of Christians. that's true across. That's the board. true across. I think the board. Christians the they judge other Christians. We yeah, like we like go in our church. We're like we doing we're it right Christian. over here. <laughs> and like they say they're Christians. We doing it right. And like that's cool, but I don't know if they really Christian like that. You know what I mean? And so like people mm-hmm. are like, are you Christian? I'm like yeah, but I'm like a real Christian. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So um, so you had that, and uh, and the and the church I went to was very. Um, a very mixed church. It was both, it was black, white, actually a lot of different nationalities. Mm-hmm. It, it was because it was in New York City. Um, so I, they always actually used to say there's 103 nationalities that go to this church. Uh, that's already kind of, which is that's old. already kind of <laughs> saying like we better than every other church. We got right, 103. Of of we got 100. No, the other niggas got 20. So the interesting thing about it was that the, the, all, all the pastors, uh, or white. They eventually got black pastors, but growing up in the beginning, all the pastors were white, mm-hmm. and then all like the music leaders were, were black. Mm-hmm. So we had, they knew what was up. So we had, yeah. <laughs> so we had like gospel, you know. So it's like I I I I always like understand a little bit about like because we sang gospel, so like all of that was there, and you had the you had people in church. You had a lot of black people in the church, but it wasn't the it wasn't as showy. Oh boy. As in, some in the, in as the, some Baptist black Baptist yeah, churches can yeah, be, yeah. which I've gone and I've and I've, you know, my dad is black, so you know when we go back anyway. This is I'm gonna tell my whole life story. Can you please please tell, tell, tell the whole yeah. thing? <laughs> but the reason I'm saying all of this is because it, I, I all of this all these feelings were brought up. Also, they're in Harlem, 
and I was born in Harlem. And so like mm-hmm. there was a, there was some of that too. And I was just like, oh man, like. <laughs> just so y'all out there listening know, um, if you're not from New York, Harlem is better than Chelsea. So that means he was extra better than everybody else because he was a motherfucking Harlem. There's, you so, know much, what I'm there's so much judgment that's been happening. <laughs> just already comparing. Who am so I many. judging? No, just, just, we're just making all these comparisons yeah. already. But It's not going to stop. I'm going to do So anyway, now let me actually talk about the movie. I say all that to say, I don't know if I like, like this movie, but there were, but it was worth watching. Yeah. Okay. At first, when I first started watching this, because it's a musical, I wasn't ready for it to be a musical. Yeah. I wasn't ready to watch it because mm-hmm. I feel like when you when you go into a musical movie, you have to like focus because you have to listen because the lyrics are telling the story. Yeah. And I was like, oh shoot, like I'm not ready for the story to be told by like a song, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So I like had to stop it, and then I rewatched, and then I would, like watched it again. I like went back and like actually watched it again, and uh. And I did like the songs for the most mm-hmm. part. I thought the singing was great. Singing was great. I thought like everybody was a great singer. I thought Nas, uh, like I thought his his poetry, his lyrics, like they were great. Um, uh, I actually thought the acting across the board was pretty freaking good. Yeah, mm-hmm. same there here. Was same that, here. Like because the thing is, the story can at times feel cheesy, but nobody was acting cheesy. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. So. No offense, but it definitely didn't feel like a Tyler Perry movie. No, 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 no. You know All I mean? the offense. This is way better than the Tyler Perry movie. Was yes. it a Tyler Perry movie? No. I'm no. about to say that it motherfucker had me and directed by Tyler Perry. <laughs> I feel like Tyler what? <laughs> no. Um, now, now that said, uh, there were. I, I do think this. I don't know, man. I don't know what to say. I guess yeah. I liked it. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Uh, I. But there are things in it that I want to talk about that felt problematic to me. But I don't think the film necessarily was trying to say one thing or the other. Mm. Um, you know, I, I think it did a pretty good job. I thought Jacob Latimer was like really awesome. Yeah. Um, I, it wasn't a movie that I was like, you have to see this movie. But especially if you are somebody who grew up in a kind of religious household, mm. I think it's like a really good jumping off point for like some really awesome discussions mm. that's yeah. all i'll say huh. James, you that's go? my initial thoughts i can go um yeah i will just just i can i have to start here which is i don't know if i liked the movie either but i'm leaning towards not liking the movie. <laughs> um, Fair. Uh, Fair. the whole time but because i hadn't seen because i hadn't seen um the stage version i kept thinking about that and then i and like i started the whole when we first started when when we decided to do this movie, I originally said that I didn't want to watch it because I'm racist, and I I'm <laughs> I've want to talk about it on the podcast because it's true. I I deliberately didn't go see Black Nativity because growing up, and I I still am. I I was I'm very against like the black version of of something. Mm-hmm. I'm just I you know, and you guys know this because I do it in bits and stuff all the time. Like I'm just sort of I'm just sort of like I hate like oh this is this is the black version of something, you know? So the whole time I was like in my head about that for the first like 10, 20 minutes of the, of the movie. Mm-hmm. Then when I realized like, no, this is like a new, this is an original story. Yeah, really. It was then that, then that went away, you know? Yeah. Um, I really liked, uh, I really liked the way that the songs were presented. I thought that was like really nice. 
especially the first song. I, I mean, you told me it was a musical going into mm-hmm. it, so I, I was prepared for that. But like, they did a thing where it was like they're singing, but it's not like typical musical fashion of like this is. Br- it feels like it's breaking away from reality. It's like it's almost happening concurrently with reality in, right. a, in a way. That was re- I thought that was really nice, and I thought that they did a pretty good job of maintaining that throughout. Right. Um. Which is what some mu- I mean, that's what like, um, not all musicals, but some musicals do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I and I think that this film does a great job of that. I did find myself um, wondering why there were so many big people in these really small parts that yeah, were like yeah. popping up throughout. I was like, what's going on? But then, you know, uh, they found a nice way to to weave everybody together. And I found myself somewhat moved by the ending, but also a little bit perturbed by it. Like, wow, this is I feel I feel a little uneasy. Um, religious stuff was coming up for me too. like I'm I'm not religious anymore grew up very religious um and like you know so i found i found the him going to church once and then immediately being like this having a complete change of heart and figuring out how to bring his family together i was Mm. like a little bit like i feel i feel weird about that Mm. as someone who 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 struggles with that Mm um uh you know, so, 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 um, I really liked a whole lot of this movie. I really enjoyed the acting of this movie, but felt weird about something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved it. All right. <laughs> I loved it. But also, I hate this movie. Uh, <laughs> okay. It is, it is. I, so, you know, do I, uh, so I grew up extremely religious. Like my, my family's, it's so funny. I think conservative Christian is probably the best way to say it. I've. Let me stop. Someone listen to the podcast. Uh, <laughs> I used to call them asshole Christians uh, <laughs> no. because they would just like look down on like they right. they they would look down on people like straight up. Like you would go to church like if that lady had on a hat that didn't match her outfit. No, she did. Like they were like right. You know, very judgmental. A hundred percent. Like right. I my some of my family. I I in my soul know voted for Donald Trump. Based on Christianity alone, like I, my soul, no, like I know it. Right, right. Um, like yeah, we got pastors and deaconess, and I went to a Catholic church my whole life and grew up in the choir and stuff. So it's like, I, so I have like a very like. If it, honestly, I don't know if anything bothers me more than than Christians voting for Donald Trump. But I, but I, 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 I am with you because I the same. I, I, I know and, that so many Christians voted for Donald Trump. So many, and it, and it. So many Christian, so many people of color, like so it's many like, people of color, did it solely because of oh my god, um, religion. And I'm like, oh, but and, it, and it's not even, it, I can't. Okay, no, sorry, no, 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 no. no, no but but, it, but it's, a, it's a thing because I've gotten into that argument. And I've gotten into <laughs> argument religion. It's because two issues. Anyway, continue. No, but it's a thing. So like to me, it was like it was a very hard watch because because watching this story, I think I related to in a way where it's like you know I didn't grow up in Baltimore, I grew up in D.C. My mom was single for a good portion of the time. Like, my mom, yes, we got pastors and everyone else is super Christian. My mom is a Christian, you know what I mean? But, like, she is not like everyone else. Like, her house, like, it was us. We didn't have a lot of money. And, like, so she was, like, she was going, you know, doing some shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. So I really understood, like, Jacob Lattimore's situation where, like, he wasn't a bad kid. Like at first, like he gave the white dude his wallet back, but right. he still got in trouble. You know what I mean? Like yeah. so I, I understood that, 
uh, I did think the performances were really well, and I, I actually really liked the music a lot. Um, it's just that I think for me it was hard to watch it because of just an internal battle of just religion, and then also my I kept questioning in my head like, have we as African Americans? And I don't even know if it's bad. I I don't, I don't I don't know, but I was like, man, it feels like every Christmas movie is either one or two things, or maybe both. Either super religious, where it's about a church, you know, fighting mm-hmm. temptations, like this movie, or it's about like the dinner. Preacher's wife, yeah, preacher's wife, or it's about the dinner, like this mm-hmm. Christmas, almost Christmas, and it's all like the kids coming home in a household. But then I'm like, is that bad? Like, am I just noticing it because I'm black? Do like white Christmas movies do the same? I don't know. I just watched the right. Christmas switch. Or some I shit. I mean, right. to be fair, Christmas is a religious holiday. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, right. it's, it is and it isn't. Like, it's become secularized, but it technically is a religious holiday. And it's also time for family to come together. So it makes sense that movies about the holidays or Christmas, you know, become about... Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? That's like Die Hard is also a Christmas movie. Like, right? It's different. Well, so then, you have, <laughs> so then you have the movies that are just, like, set during yeah. Christmas that people can consider Christmas movies because right. it's like th- it's holiday festivities are like yeah. the, the, the backdrop of it. Like Harry Potter. People watch Harry Potter on Christmas because uh, there's always a Christmas, Christmas scene in most of them, right? True. Right. And one, like the, they like came out during Christmas right. or whatever. Yeah. Oh, I got you. Um, yeah, but for the most part, I like this movie. I yeah. thought like I agree with John. I think the performance is honestly, I think everyone uh, you know what it is and I and please, someone please call me out if this is sexist. Mm-hmm. I was so distracted by Angela Bassett every scene. I was like, yo, this woman can't be a... I know she <laughs> is of grandma age, mm-hmm. but I was like, I just... I could not... My mind, every time she showed up, I was like, this woman's too beautiful. Like, this is... She, like, she can't She can't be a grandma. She's too... Like, this woman's too goddamn gorgeous to be this yeah. 18-year-old kid's grandma. You know, I was going... I was uh, looking at Forrest Whitaker and Angela Bassett going, wow, they're playing grandmas now. And I just felt weird. I felt weird about it, too. But I think it's just because we also grew up with yeah, them because they're definitely <laughs> they're definitely of age of, like, of the age <laughs> and yeah. so we just don't see them as because like if you have your kids when you're like in your early 20s yeah. and then yeah. they have their kids when they're early, early 20s you only need to be like 50 to be a grandparent yeah you know? i also thought like i also thought um, older Ty- tyrese did i was like oh man, oh, man this, this is the first one i ever like yeah i i guess i i, I got the story so i was on board with the story um yeah the scene James was talking about when he like instantly converts at the end, I was like, that I thought was a little bit forced, but also it's a Christmas movie. Right. So that's what happens. You know yeah. what I mean? I just want him to go to church one All right, more time. So the beginning was. <laughs> that's all I wanted, which well, is the one thing is, he doesn't like, okay, well, to be fair, it's not like he's like, I'm a Christian. He doesn't, he doesn't mean go, he doesn't go like, I'm a Christian now. Right. I give my heart and soul to Jesus Christ. Right. Like, I accept him as my Lord and Savior. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, I'm going to be going no, to yeah. this church. When, when we get to that scene, yeah, we'll I'll, talk talk, about I'll talk about it. I hear what you're saying, though. I do know what you're talking about. Okay, so. Um, it's a very simple movie. The, the movie starts. It, it's Jacob Lattimore like singing about just being poor. <laughs> I loved it. Legit. <laughs> wait, I loved. Wait, legit. <laughs> I loved the sequence. It was yo, fantastic. He's doing it. It's like Tiny Tim having a song. It's like, yo, bro, <laughs> come on, man. Now, it was now, here's the thing about it. I will say is that this song in the opening song, it made me be like. It made me think I'm gonna hate this movie. <laughs> I really did. I thought Yo. I was gonna hate this movie because I thought this movie was just gonna be again like another like uh, living in the hood is hard. Again, <laughs> I, I and I don't mean to trivialize people well, who are struggling. Living in the hood is hard. It it is. Is. Let's, let's, let's hard. acknowledge that. I'm not trying to trivialize it, but there's 
there's just this trope of like all black movies have to be you know it's hard to grow up in the hood and then you have somebody gonna help like whisk them away like right. i just thought that's what it was gonna be and i was like i don't want this i don't want this movie to be that yeah to be fair i don't think it was i think if anything they really were just trying to set up him as a person just uh, a yeah, family yeah. who they don't have that much mm-hmm. you know what i mean they don't have that much, and yeah. and and then and they, there's going to be a family that and does. It, and they did it by singing a song about being poor. <laughs> yeah, yo, yeah, that song was so wild to me because I'm like, <laughs> my man is running around the streets of Baltimore, yeah. and he looks so sad while singing this song. And I'm like, yeah, I ain't got to do this, <laughs> but, but he's trying it, to have fun. Isn't there a message? I can't even remember the lyrics because, and I literally just watched this, but right before I came here. But isn't it? There's some hope in it though, right? Like, isn't there some? He's like, kind of like hopeful for it was and yeah. on a hopeful note and i thought and again like it there was one part and i think maybe i was protecting my own life on this i was like man mm-hmm. when he first gets to his house and uh it's him and his mom and she's and she tells him about the eviction notice and he instantly gets mad at her yeah i was waiting for a scene or the moment when he was like damn i'm sorry which they got to yeah which which i'm happy because i think there were little moments in this that like i mean there are a couple moments we were get to that are just too tv or too movie-esque right. yeah the first song is called coldest town baltimore cold man. oh yeah that, that was nice i liked this whole baltimore i liked cold, that man. whole sequence and then right this, it's like this... i don't know where i'm going you know i gotta get this paper by any means necessary okay the yeah. hopeful is just his his um drive or his uh determination right it's not necessarily hopeful it's like, it's like he knows he he's, can get it yeah, he, yeah. he's basically like like I, i'm a i'm a keep going right yeah, yeah, you know yeah. i'm a strive yeah you know I, i'm gonna do whatever it takes yeah and i to liked, make sure i don't go down i liked in this next scene when he was like i liked that he got angry and was like i want to help you but i didn't think even though we had just come out of that song i didn't think that we had seen anything to know that he <laughs> you know what i mean help? i didn't think that anything could happen yeah like to know that he could i mean i guess the assumption is where this ends up going which is like all he, he's gonna do it by any means necessary so right and it, i mean this was also a tricky scene again because we just get introduced to these characters it's all in song, so we like yeah. don't really know anything about like anything. And she's he's like getting mad at his mom for being evicted, which, which I think in the scope of the movie makes sense when you look back on it. Right. But at the time, it feels a little bit jarring because you just you're like, well, we don't know. Like, what did she do? You know, yeah. like how exactly. could she have? Hurt? I was ready to get a belt, hop in that stem, whip his little ass. Yeah. You know? I was like, and Man. like Jennifer Hudson was like. Sorry simultaneously was like def- playing like defeated and defensive yeah you know so there was a way that she was playing it that made it seem like he actually had a point you know what i mean right because <laughs> the other thing that was happening for me during this scene and this was a design th- thing that i was having an issue with and i i have a problem with the opposite end of this too which is like anytime there's like a black play on broadway or whatever the set is like <laughs> the most artful but run down thing you have ever seen. Like it's like it's mm. like a picturesque uh grit, you know? And so she's like getting evicted and she's in this really nice the house is like nice. The house looks nice. I noticed that the house is just the house nice. Really. They had a big screen TV. And then yeah. and and 
I was having the the push and pull of like, yeah, you can get evicted from a nice house. Well, absolutely. <laughs> and though. also like, why absolutely. isn't it? The, and actually, the... I would actually I would say like most people do get evicted. Like from that, nice when house. they get evicted, they get evicted because like right they, because they just, they, their money just ran out. Right. But they right. bought all the things. Yeah. Yeah. You know. And yeah. It, it was such a and I was like mad at these predominantly white set designers that I've been looking at. You know, mm. <laughs> like show like just the the like fancy rundown house yeah. you know what i mean i was like i was happy she had a nice house it was just a thing of like it was just an interesting thing because i when i was like oh man we about to lose jennifer hudson for this whole movie yeah oh right you thought she was i up. was like i was like is she about to be gone this is the singer yeah this is why she, this is why we got her in the movie did you like her song i this is my thing i i really did but <laughs> but but i i'm weird when it comes to musicals mm-hmm. because when someone, if something dramatic happens, like sad, like if, if James was like, oh man, I gotta quit the podcast and then burst out in the song right now, <laughs> I wouldn't be able to take it serious because I'm like, yeah. why are you singing? Like, I, like yeah. every time something dramatic happens and there's a musical, it's hard for me because it's just like, well, why are you singing this song? Like, yeah. it makes it silly. All right, we have a sponsor today, everybody. Oh yeah, I'm excited about this one. Okay, we are sponsored by Everlane. Oh yeah, listen. Okay, brother, I'm listening to you. They're closed. Yeah, and this I'm not even BSing you on this. Okay, one. I got a shirt that is so freaking warm, dude. Ooh, it is so warm. Yeah, and I got the hoodie, 100 human, or 100 was it? What? Yeah, 100 yeah, human. Yeah, brother, so warm. Listen, Everlane's clothes are bomb. Okay, we got some. Um, now here's the thing about Everlane. You don't overpay for mm. the quality clothes. Nope. Nope. Okay, they make premium essentials. They use the finest materials, and they don't have those markups, all right? And they are radically transparent about every step of their process, from materials they use to the ethical factories they work with. Okay, because here's the thing. You don't get clothes made from sweatshops with Everlane. Nope. That's the reality. Mm -mm. That's what you need to know, Mm -mm. okay? Because let's be real. You go to some clothing stores. You don't know where it's coming from. And you you feel a little bad about what you're purchasing. Mm-hmm. You don't know what's coming from, and they still in style too. <laughs> this is my thing, fellas. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can get you a cashmere sweater, a crew one. This is my thing. I've never had a cashmere sweater because they were so expensive, but this one was affordable. Again, like I've rocked the t-shirt and the sweatshirt, the white one. I'm a, I'm gonna pitch the white one. I think it's fire. Okay, the white. Um, I got 100% the dark, human. I got, I got the dark gray one. Oh I, yeah, it's fire. Yeah, it's fire. Oh, I it's love nice. it. It feels. Incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've got, I mean, look, I actually got one of their jackets and it's so warm. <laughs> so if you live in the north, okay, and it's actual winter time, like get one of their jackets, okay? You need a new winter jacket, uh, go get it. It looks stylish. It's very warm. It feels good on your body. They got, um, they got some skinny jeans. Let me tell you, these are true skinny jeans. So, you know, you're you going to look good, okay? <laughs> you're going to look good in them skinny jeans, okay? Um, I got like a t- Oh, their T-shirts are nice. Yeah, T-shirts are a good fit. And you know what it is? It doesn't feel cheap. And I think that's the key thing. Yeah. I feel like there's a thing now where like, oh, if something's affordable, you don't want to wear it because you don't think it's quality. And then it's going to wear. Like you have the other ones that like wear out. Like you wear them a couple times and then like all of a sudden good. you're like, what? I, I, I wish I already got, a, yeah, I already I got some jeans. Cause Jay, John came in here with some fire jeans. And like, those are some good jeans. I got some good jeans. I should have got some jeans like that. And mm-hmm. y'all, which I need to do right now, you can go and check out our personalized collection at everlane.com slash Hollywood. Plus, you'll get free shipping on your first order. Mm-hmm. That's everlane.com slash 
Hollywood. Three times just to make sure it's good. Everlane.com slash Hollywood. See, y'all can tell we like the clothes because we try to make sure we can keep t- <laughs> Oh, I have to say this. The This was directed by a black woman. Do you, do you, did you guys know that? I no, did. I, I did, but that's great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. K- Casey Lemons. That's great. Uh, what else she direct? Yeah. Uh, she has also directed. Let me see. Not that we have to just know. I'm just curious if I've seen anything else she's done. Uh, talk to me. Oh, I like talk oh, to me. I haven't seen uh, it. Eve's Bayou. She directed Eve's Bayou. Eve's Bayou is have great. Have we not done that on the podcast? No, we haven't. Um, uh, and then. This movie called The Caveman's Valentine, which Samuel Jackson is in. That sounds crazy. It looks insane. That's awesome. Uh, Eve's Bayou is a wild movie. Yeah, Eve's Bayou is great. Also starring Sam Jackson. Oh, um, and she uh, she's going to be directing some of the, um, or at least that's what it Twilight says. Zone? No, the Madam C.J. Walker like awesome. Netflix series. Yeah. That's so cool. That's on Netflix, right? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Well, she. Well, I loved mm. this song, uh, and I and and I was a little bit in my head. This was another in my head uh, moment about like stage versus what we're seeing on screen. Mm-hmm. So, like you know how like in a musical they start singing, it's because oh they're they're feeling the most emotion that they you know right. possibly could feel right. So as he's as he's pulling away on the on the bus. You know, they push in on her and we get a close up of her and people around her are like trying to see if she's okay. But there's only one tear coming down her her face. So it's like a, but it's a it's a cross between the two. Right. Because we're we're it's it was just a weird thing artistically for me. Yeah, because because we're seeing her. Uh, emote through the song but then all we see happening is just a tiny tear and there's this weird dream thing of like what's happening in real life is she bawling uncontrollably you know it's it's <laughs> interesting i know you're i yeah, have for me jennifer hudson's performance in this is interesting i i and i i'm saying interesting because mm. i thought she was the singing was good and if the character that she was going for was kind of a woman who was just really beaten and broken down and like yeah. kind of lost her spirit yeah. in life, like she really doesn't have a lot of fight to her. Like even when she's fighting, it doesn't it doesn't feel like she's yeah. like fully in it. Um, and she's like really just kind of like s- sad. Yeah. I think that's the point though, right? And I, I do think that's the point. Mm-hmm. It's hard because there's a part of me that one it's so different from what she does in dream girls that you're like, Oh, I want to yeah, see a more yeah. feisty. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, but, and then the other thing is that it's not as, um, it's not as captivating on screen. <laughs> right. Yeah. Sure. No, but, but a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And maybe it is captivating for some people, but for me, it was just that I, I was watching it and I was like, and I was like, I just felt bad for her. Yeah, I think that's the point. I maybe think, that's I think the it, point. I think, I, maybe I that's, that's the point. point. That's you the point. I think people feel her. bad for this this woman. I mean, I did like just to skip ahead. Like I, I, I like yeah. the song. I liked. The only well, thing he's on the bus with Nas. This thing made Yo. me mad. The only made me mad was this. So yeah, there's ten minutes of this movie I hated. All right, and it's this ten minutes. Right, it's him getting on that bus with Nas. All right, it's and the most Nas, random part of the movie. and Nas just talking to him. First off, I ride the bus <laughs> Wait, back and forth to also, DC all the yeah. time. Also. I rewound this, and I'm pretty sure this is true. Nas just read his mind. Yes. Right? Yes. Oh, is that what Straight happened? Straight up. Straight so up. So Nas just reads his mind. Oh, because but he's Jacob singing. Lattimore doesn't 
doesn't react it. to it. No, nope. no, because he's like he's like singing, and then he's like talking to himself inside of his head. He's like yeah. not talking aloud. He's like looking inside of his head, like looking out the bus, and he says like I feel like a you know he's like talking poetry, like right. and then he's like I feel like a, chi- a motherless child, and then Nas is like I too feel like a motherless child. Yeah. No one says anything, and Jacob just looks at him like like he's like kind of like annoyed or like. Bruh. And you know, I was yeah. like, what the flip? Did he just but, read your but mind? Y'all taking the Greyhound buses often? Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Bro, you don't talk on the bus for real. You don't, but I but I thought it was very, so again, thinking that this was still the play adaptation, like, uh-huh. I was like, oh, this is very theatrical. Like, a scene on a bus is it lovely. Was. It's like, it's like really nice. And a, a magical, I wrote a play where someone, a magical person talks to someone on a butt. Like, a magical Negro. A magical, well, the, but the other person's also black, so they're both black. It's not like one of them is magical and a Negro, and then the other one, why your okay, voice, yeah, it's why a ma- your voice get okay, all... you're right, it's a magical Negro. Your voice, <laughs> your voice went offensive. magical Negro. <laughs> yep. It's not magical Negro, um, but yeah, but exactly, a magical Negro speaks on I mean, the that part that was, was cool. That part was, I, I guess was cool, but it was like, they, it, like, it was so TV, and then when he gets to New York in the daytime, in white Times Square, this is my thing, in okay. white Times Square. I was mad no, it was Times Square. Out, I was like, out. why was it Times Square? Call me out. No, but this is my thing, Times though. Times Square used to be. This, 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 ain't, this ain't old Times Square. This True. ain't when this, is this the, ain't when the Virgin Square. Megastore was in Times Square. Right. This is the new Times Square with, like, fucking seats and shit. And, and you can sit down. Mad cops. It, like, during the daytime, bro. During the day, you gonna have a little black kid just steal your book bag and, yeah. like, that's shit it. Right. But, but that's, like, a new... That's, like, a... A New yeah, Yorker I, thing. I, I totally get it. Yeah. But, this, but this, I'm telling you, 10 minutes I like couldn't get Like a real New Yorker's like, this is not real. Yeah. 10 minutes, I'm just saying, 10 minutes I couldn't get through. Yeah. So that so that happened. And then when he goes into this random ass hotel, right, I, the world is racist. But yes. something in me refused to believe that if you left a wallet on a thing and you just turn and say, hey man, your wallet, you about to get arrested. To me, there's so much that happens in between. Right. And again, I know the world's fucked up. I, like, I'm not well, saying it's not. They did set the stage for being like, he comes in and he's like, where's your phone? And they're like, the phone is only for guests. And he kind of gives them a look and they're already suspicious of him. Yeah, I get it because he's black and that's yeah. like, and it sucks. He is black. He is he's black. black. Also, you he, see what he was wearing? And he like, <laughs> and he like said it with an attitude. He wasn't black and like apologetic. Bullshit. Yeah. I I was a little taken aback Such by bullshit. I was a little yeah. taken aback by them immediately going to arrest him. But then I was also like, but yeah, I guess I get it too. But also, that's just wild. Well, the thing though. that I the thing that to me was ridiculous was <laughs> the cop goes, "Well, no one's pressing charges," and I'm like, "Then why is he in a jail cell? <laughs> no one's pressing charges. You just locked him up for no reason." Yeah, well, because he they locked him up because he didn't know where he was going or how to get there. Because right? he didn't have ID. Yeah, because he didn't have ID. Are you allowed to just lock someone up if they don't have ID? Of course not. But the only time that I have ever no. been, the only time I have ever been remotely in an altercation with the cop was because I didn't know where I was going or how to get home. Like the only time that where were has, you? Where were you? I was in Jersey. What part oh, and they, they were like, "Were you driving?" No, I was walking. And they're like, "Wait, what happened? Going? What do you mean?" What happened? I think I've told this story already on the on the podcast, so I'm not going to so. repeat listen, it. No, no, man, people, so. listen, no, man, people, listen, the binge, the binge listeners <laughs> have to put up I was with just this story. It was, and it was late at night too. It was late at night, um, so but I had just gotten well. 
I'm a I'm a shifty character late at night without a home. Um, <laughs> what? But I was like walking around trying to find street lights and trying to figure out, you know, like I I knew that I, li- I got off the bus um, either too early or too late. Got so, it. Something like that. And I was walking to my cousin's house and uh, didn't know how to get there. So I was just walking around trying to figure out. You knew the address. I knew, no, I knew the street. I knew the street. I didn't know the address, but I knew the street. Um, And uh, I mean, the the rest of the story is pretty boring because the cops ended up just taking me there. But they were like, they came well, that's up. Nice. They, yeah, no, it was very nice. They came up out of nowhere. But they came. But they they came up. They drove up onto the sidewalk to bro, stop me get, from. Oh, bro, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. Well, that's <laughs> this story is giving me exactly, like my they heart. They drove up onto the. They sidewalk. drove up onto the sidewalk to stop me from. Bro, from my walk. heart. My heart is like. Legit. Yeah, and, and like, then they all came going? out. They were like, "Where are you going?" And I was like, "I." And I just told them what happened. I got off the bus. I got off the bus early, and I'm trying to get to my to my cut. And they were like, well, "What's the address?" I'm like, I don't know, but I think I have it written somewhere in my in my bag. And then we went through my bag to try to find the address. Honestly, <laughs> this story is terrifying. Like I, like, but, I can't, I but, can't even pretend like but this. But you know, so I think that that they just held him because he was like he didn't know how to get home. Right. You know, whatever. They put that motherfucker in jail. If <laughs> they didn't need look, to put him in jail. Know, they put him in been, a cell with. Also criminal. felt theatrical, you know. I was like, "Oh, and then Tyrese yeah. is going to be somebody." Yes, no, yes, yes, yes. No, no, no. <laughs> no, it did feel If that would have been the fucking kid from A Christmas Story, his little ass would have been sitting in Rafi the police would've... station. <laughs> yeah. Rafi would have been up there with a fucking hot cup of cocoa, looking sad, <laughs> playing with the cops and shit. Like, That's oh, so true. Who knew what happened, Dad? There's nothing more true than exactly what you just he, described. I promise. <laughs> I promise that would have been a blonde That's... kid. That dude would have been not in jail. <laughs> no, not in jail. That motherfucker was in jail with adults. You know <laughs> yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah they, they put him in jail. Grown ass men yeah, in that jail. A, yeah, they put him in adult jail. What the hell is this? Um, so <laughs> Forrest Whitaker takes him out. Forrest Whitaker's. Ca- I mean, listen, man, I love me some Forrest Whitaker. I love it, honestly. Even oh. when he does, Forrest What's... Whitaker, every now and then, he's just like. I'm gonna just go over the top. What was his Forrest Whitaker in this movie? I think. What was his dialogue? It's my like? It doesn't matter. Yo, <laughs> my my man Forrest Whitaker sometimes gets a script, and I the man must get the script, read it, and go. This is boring. I'm I, do, got I'm a, I, I got it. I got this. it. I got, I got this. this. I'm gonna go over the top, and then he comes in and he must act the thing, and the director has to go. Oh, oh, is, oh, okay. is, this, is this what you're gonna do? You're and then he goes, I, yeah. And I, he goes, are you um? Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yo, my man was so fucking articulate and shit in this movie. He was so perfect. That I was like, this is a character choice. And you know what, Forrest Whitaker? Because it's you. I loved it. Cool. <laughs> cool. They this called is, him the Reverend. Did we is, even know his name? This is not. Yeah, he was Cobb something. This must not Clarence be my grandson. Cobb. My grandson would not. My grandson would not be, be in a prison. pocket. <laughs> First My grandson off, would not be a pickpocket. First of all, we even talk about and how he's like, who are you? He, he got punked by Tyrese already in this joint. Like, first off, Tyrese coming out the shadows. Yes. Tyrese Yo. coming out the and, shadows. And the other guys are just with I love him Tyrese somehow. Like, it's I like, love Tyrese is great. <laughs> Tyrese was great in this. When, Ty, when, when, <laughs> when he stood up and Jacob went to stand to like meet him. And, and he <laughs> like, before he even could get fully up, Tyrese already grabbed him. Threw him back down and sat down next to him. Tell I was me like, about it. Yeah, tell me. I was like, tell me about damn, it. Damn, like that's a dude who like has you like you just completely yep. owned. You like you don't even have a chance. Look, Yo, like, I love Tyrese. <laughs> love Tyrese. I thought he, was I thought he crushed. I thought this. he crushed. Also, did. I love this, this exchange. Was like because he got 
yo, that mo that motion was so fast and so quick. Tell me about it. And then he goes, I stole his wallet. I was like, all right, you still got a little yeah, bit of confidence right. that's, a funny, that's a good joke. You still got a little yeah. bit of confidence in you. But then we get to Angela Bassett at the house. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> First off, that what shit. What did the per- like, honestly, the director of Rogue One, like, what did they do when he was just like, <laughs> what do you mean? What did you they know? do? They reveled in the awesomeness that is Forrest Whitaker's they acting. Were, what are they, they going to say? You don't. <laughs> in the, the first of it, like, <laughs> wait but how there, wait hold on I'm sorry even think about Forrest Whitaker in Panic just is, there, the is, script. is there a calm Forrest Whitaker is there ever a subtle Forrest Whitaker no right he's always Yo, he's always doing something on 11 can you imagine great. could you imagine being like when we get to like famous it's like you can just do whatever you want you're like hey yo the script, oh. says, the script says uh quiet doctor I know how <laughs> just like my dream, my dream is a moment I can do literally whatever, whatever. I want. Oh, there will be no stopping me. Oh, Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> there will um, be no yeah, stopping me. Yeah, so then we get to Angela Bassett. He takes him home. Uh, also, I have a question. Shows him a watch with MLKG. <laughs> he did. And the thing about this, which is something that is always, uh, I've always felt weird about, was it in the astronomy club thing? Or someone else in it. But like this, this meme came out of like, a pastor in one of those mega churches in like Atlanta or something Oh yeah, like that. coming down. And he's coming down the thing mm-hmm. with the, And like I went to a church I do not know what this is. What is it? So I'm, it's just like it's a it's a it's, it's a, not me, a, beer, a it's video, a video. It's a video of a pastor who's like on one of those um what do you call harness. harnesses that takes you from like the ceiling. So he's going from like the balcony to the to the to the podium in this mega in church. A, in a harness. In like a harness. it's like very extravagant. Like okay, given, okay, yeah, given the thing. Okay. And the thing is the reason I question is because uh uh I brought up this. I know I've said this before on the podcast. That's what we're doing today. Um, my old church, which was in the hood, our pastor owned a city block, basically. S- super wealthy. And I always wonder where did his money come from? So when they get in the car and he's in a Benz driving around Harlem, I'm like, first off, you don't need no car in New York. And you live in Harlem and you got a Benz, bro? And his house yeah. was so nice. And, I, and again, like, I, there was just so much about this that just give me gave me pause just with my own religious like yeah. problems i'm like this nigga is living better than this pupil are and it was yeah. like it just, i just couldn't get that business and then also the girl who we didn't really because i didn't know they were going to be drug addicts or not drug addicts but like homeless people because i thought they were just i thought she was too cute and he was too clean mm-hmm. um the the homeless people come up to the car and he's super nice i'm like oh this is great but i'm like does he say like staying out of trouble or something yeah yeah he says he's something like, are you are you do like i thought that are you doing good or whatever? And then yeah. she like shows him the baby, which was that the first time he was seen? Well, yeah. He was like, I, she was like, I think so. This, this, I do. I, I agree with you, Gerard, that I felt the, I felt like it was difficult what they were doing with the pastor character because it does elicit thoughts of like, like everyone has the joke about how the, you know, the pastor's laundering money or whatever, or, or, or just is better off than the, like, that's a, that's a, common joke that's been told over and over and over again right um but i felt like they showed us a very well-off pastor but then who ultimately has secrets but then don't address that part of it (laughs) you know what i mean they don't address the wealthy part of it yeah yeah you're right they never did and this is why this movie is interesting for me and it brought up different feelings because there was a part of me that felt like the director knew that this was messed up. Mm-hmm. They 
And Jacob, you know, like yells at Forrest Whitaker a lot in the movie. Um, and like a little bit about this, right? He's like, you're living like, like you're living like this in this house. Yeah. And, and like, you're not, is, yeah. yeah. Mom's about to be evicted. Like, well, why aren't you helping her? And he's like, well, she, well, I will if she like asks for help. And he's like, you know, she won't ask for help. Like, that's a lame excuse. Yeah. And he's right. It's a lame excuse. Mm-hmm. And um, it's like, if, if, if something isn't right, it's like your job to make it right. You know, he like doesn't do this message um <laughs> no it's true it's like it's your job you were the one who did the wrong you know yeah you can't just say oh can you forgive me like it's it, you have to like have penance for it anyway yeah. um but the film doesn't and like it kind of ends with everybody is cool and so there is a way of that that kind of like undercuts some of the things that i Hardcore. wasn't sure for if the movie was so yeah like and this is i mean this is forrest whitaker's character is the main point of contention in the movie actually so is angela bassett because she is basically an a, enabler an enabler yeah yeah, yeah. she's, she's like complicit in i this. mean she's complicit she's not doing anything i know but she's so like angela bassetty so and she's like, great and she it. feels and she you feel her pain of like right saying like you know, we did something wrong. And he's like, what? And he's like, don't worry about it. You know, we're sorry. We love you. We love your mom. And he's like, I, okay. Which, and again, I, I, I kind of love that they had this in the film. They don't bring it up, but there is like, the kid is like almost, what is he, like 17? How old yeah, is he? He's in high school. They don't say that. He's just a high schooler. But like, mm-hmm. you know, he's definitely a teenager, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And there, there comes a time where, you keeping secrets from the kid is actually has nothing to do with protecting the kid. Right. It's really about protecting you. Mm-hmm. And I felt that a lot in this movie. I was like, oh, you guys keep saying like, oh, like, don't worry about it. And it's like, no, like it's his. Yeah. He deserves He's this right. information. The, the dad he, stuff. Yeah. The dad oh stuff my God, was, the dad was stuff. driving me wow. up a wall because yeah. it's like literally like he is in. Is he alive? Is he dead? He's both. What? Well, it's I, like he's yeah. both. I mean, I, 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 yeah, it's weird because I, I didn't meet my dad till like almost like senior high school, mm-hmm. right? And so it was a lot of questions of like, yes, it, yeah. What you're basically saying is true. It's like it's prote- it's not protecting me at all. It's like it's there were so many questions that no one ever wanted to answer. They about didn't want to tell you, right? And I'm like, yeah. oh, this is because I would at this point know whatever the scenario is. Which now your worry is probably making me think, would I see you differently? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I got that, but also it was a thing of um I was mad at the dude who owned the con I'm skipping yeah, ahead, sorry, the, the pawn shop. The pawn shop. So I'm like, yeah, Jacob steals a, uh, the watch the, from the MLK watch and he's gonna like sell it off because he's trying to get this money to, to give his mom. Mm-hmm. And the dude at the at the pawn shop is like yeah, it's, it's worth a lot. It's worth a lot to the person who owns it. You know, this is the reverence thing. How do you know? I own the dad. I own. I know your dad. I know your mom. I'm like, all right, nigga. So what's up? Tell me. Like, I know your dad. Also, ugh. and then when we learn, when we learn, we already knew. But when we learn, I didn't. Oh, I knew. Oh, yeah, I <laughs> but when we, but when we learn, I also figured who his dad is. It's like, what? <laughs> Why would you say I know your dad in that in this? It's like. What do you mean he's right? Y'all knew the whole time? The whole the whole time. Um, not the I didn't know when we first well, I didn't know no, in the no. first scene, but well, then I was actually, also yes, kinda I like <laughs> Actually the first time I knew the, like the poem. Yeah, yeah. That was what I knew. <laughs> when he was like when he was like, wait, what's your name? 
Langston, <laughs> like the poet. I was like, oh, he's probably his dad. Yo, can I say, can I be honest? I would definitely, when I was at home and it was like a rough morning or whatever when the, the, the twist happened. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I almost <laughs> That's amazing. So I got up early. I, I got I up love, that's early. That's great. That's great. And I was like, oh, shit. I almost text y'all, but I didn't know if y'all saw it yet. I was like, yeah. the nigga Tyree's got the kid with the... But it's know. also a product of like, it's a movie with so many famous people in it that you are also already trying to go, how do they fit into this? Like, well, how is this person I thought important? it was going to be another surprise you know, famous right. person. But I mean, I do, I do think You're the right. movie did like a good job of like, of just making Tyrese like, oh, he's just going to be the bad guy. Um, yeah. But there were, but when the, he was like, and then I, and then when he was like, you know, like you want a gun? Okay, meet me tonight at ten. I was just like, that's his dad. Like it was like, like it was literally yo. like everything. It was like felt like it was. You, you need anything? If you need anything, I got you. But he's, he's it sounds like he's talking right. about you know guns or or right. drugs. But it's like no, he's. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. so you have this guy at the pawn shop who's like acting all self righteous. He's like. What did he say? He said something like, trying to sell it off like some crackhead. It's like, first of all, you don't know this kid. You <laughs> yeah. don't know why he needs money. Yeah. And you walk out a goddamn pawn shop. <laughs> Who right. are you? Right. Who are you? Right. Take the stick out of your own eye. Yo, for yeah. real. There was so, so much of this in this movie where I was just like, these hypocritical religious people, this yeah. guy is like trying to judge this kid. He <sighs> has zero clue about this kid's yeah. life. Yeah, yeah, you know his dad, you know his mom. So what? You don't know the kid? Yeah. You don't know the kid at all. Yeah. And you trying to tell him that he's coming in this pawn shop like a crackhead? Meanwhile, you you buy stuff off of crackheads. How yeah. do we think this pawn shop is, what, just like, Regular people just coming in, yeah. all just selling their jewelry because they don't want it anymore. <laughs> we know how to, we know how a pawn shop runs. <laughs> it doesn't run off of, of a bunch of respectable people selling things that they don't actually want anymore. <laughs> like get out of here. Facts. <laughs> I know that whole thing was like so wild, but then also I was like, man, this you gonna steal this man's whatever. So I, so this next scene, okay, this next scene I related to a lot is when he gets back, or maybe it's a couple of scenes later, but. When uh, Forrest Whitaker is about to, you know, confront him about mm-hmm. the 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 watch. I think it is the the yeah. next scene. Well, yeah. that's when he's telling him to go to church, or or he's like, I'm, you know, yeah. I'm about it, to this, this is one because so the, the church. church is the actually the majority of the. Movie. So so this is the, so this is the thing, the church, right? Mm-hmm. So I remember, oh, okay, whatever. So I I was forced to go to church when I wanted to, and when I didn't, right? Because mm-hmm. I used to be like, yo, when I was at church, I was like, yo, man. Some of the biggest hoes is at church because I'm like y'all coming at me. Some of the like I was like y'all could, like people kept come, <laughs> people kept coming at me like I was like about to go to hell and I'm like yo people was at church trying to get it in like some of the young people like at church yeah hundred uh, percent like, like, like y'all coming at me and niggas is trying to get it in like I'm talking about like get wait what were they coming at you for because like people at the church would come and be like oh man you know even my family like oh. You know, you're not going that's to church. almost you like, gotta, you know, but you the- gotta, even now, if I, if I went, like, when I go home for Christmas, yeah, I put you like this. The last fight I got into with my family, not my mom, so I want to make sure, not my mom or my, or my stepdad, because of this podcast. We reviewed, mind you, these are people who are supposed to be nice and kind and caring. It was a moonlight. I got in an argument about Moonlight because someone oh. listened to the podcast. You know what I'm saying? I already know. Someone listened to the podcast <laughs> yeah. and they said that our guest, who was a friend of ours, is living with sin. Right. And I and it Ooh. and it put me and it put me in a bad place. I was like, okay. 
And this is the thing. It's like, you know, as a as a person who's been brought up in the church mm-hmm. and as a person who has studied African-American history very immensely, it's like, yo, what people use for slavery was a lot of religion. You know what I'm saying? People like validated it, right? I'm like, and right now, you know what I'm saying? You're supposed to be a kind, caring person. But yeah, my friend came on this podcast and said, and I was like, my man said two things. He said he grew up uh, as two things that the world hates. He grew up uh, three. Sorry, he said three. I never forget it. He grew up uh, black, which is what most of America hates, poor, and he grew up as something that even black people hated, which was gay. And I'm like, this man came on a podcast, said that, and said this movie related to him in that way. And you're still saying, oh, that's true. He's a good person. But he's living with this thing that is almost like a sickness. And I'm like, it, 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 it put me in such a place where I'm like, even to this day, we still got tension about that particular podcast yeah. episode. And I'm like, watching this movie and watching every time Forrest Whitaker said something, every time he did something, I'm like, you're just looking down on this kid. You looked down on this mom. Yeah. And I'm like... Because she got pregnant. And the thing is like, yo, man, what the... Like, you, look, man. Uh, the thi- yeah. So for me, and this is what it bring, This is what I'll say it brings up in me for, the re- for, for that stuff is like... <sighs> people like to say that they are not... People in religion like to say that they're not super religious. Mm-hmm. That like living like being a christian is all about having a relationship with jesus right it's about forgiveness it's about redemption and mercy and all this stuff and yet all so much of the church lives like the pharisees and the sadducees that they they all say are bad people in the story of christ where god is like saying you are you keep putting burdens on other people that you yourself can't carry you, your outside is clean. Your inside is dirty. Jesus was, when he yelled at people, he was yelling at them. He wasn't yelling at any of the sinners. He mm-hmm. he was eating with the sinners. And that's why they were like, oh, Jesus is eating with the sinners. He's not a good dude, right? This is what happened in the Bible. They all know this and they all read it and they're all like, yeah, Jesus. And yet then they go outside and what do they do? They judge every other person for what they're doing. And it's not even, and the thing is, where the judgment coming from, it always comes from sex. And like sometimes like cursing mm-hmm. and abortion, all right? It's like, uh, yeah, that's 100%, 100%. it. And it's, that's it. And yet all of the other stuff, I was telling Tessa about this. There's a, there, one of my favorite passages in the Bible actually is when Jesus goes, uh, he's like, it's like supposed to be like day of judgment or whatever. And you have the people like on the right and then on the left and the people on the right, he goes, oh, come enter the kingdom of heaven. Uh, when I was hungry, you gave me food. When I was thirsty, you gave me drink. When I was uh, naked, you clothed me. When I was a stranger, you let me in. When I was in prison, you came and visited me. And they go, what are you talking about? We never did that, Jesus. We never saw you. We never fed you, any of that. And he goes, I tell you, when you did it to the least of these, you did it to me. And then the other people say, he says, when I was hungry, you didn't give me food. When I was thirsty, you didn't give me anything to drink. When I was naked, you didn't clothe me. Yeah. When, and then they say, what are you talking about? We would have done, of course we would have done yeah, that. For and you. He said, <laughs> and he says, you, you didn't do it to the least of these. You didn't do it to me. Yeah. This is what, this is the thing mm-hmm. that is apparently, that's what he's telling. And yet everybody's talking about, oh, did you have sex before you were married? Oh, did you? And, and, and I understand. I'm not trying to say, like, there can be, if you don't want to have sex before you're married, 
That's your decision, yeah, yeah. right? But the thing is, they're all they're so concerned about these little things that first of all, they don't they don't even do. Yep. So many of them don't even they don't even do it. Right. And even the people who do do it, what are you doing? Are you giving back? Like this is my whole thing about Forrest Whitaker's character was like he's he's sitting up in church talking about the importance I, of Jesus and religion, and meanwhile, I can't. His, <laughs> It daughter is, is being evicted from her home and he's doing nothing about it. Yeah, yeah, it happens. Yeah, it happens. What do you think Jesus is going to say to you? Uh, Your own daughter. I can't. Yeah. But see, but that's the thing is like, and, and this is, you know, just, just for people at home, if you're like, oh, John, give you a quote. I'm a, I like to talk about one, uh, 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 a verse, one of my favorite philosophers. Um, I'm going to just, just, just read this for you. Pulled right it up. I pulled it up and put it up. Um, one of our young philosophers, uh, Goes by the name of Arby Drake. You know, I like to think of sometimes he says certain things. Why? And hear me out. This, 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 no, this is this, this, please well, rewind. Yeah, a philosopher. <laughs> because the thing is, like, yeah, like no one, like no one fed Jesus. And I really do mean this though. And I, I feel like I brought this up to somebody before. Mm-hmm. But I said it as a joke, but it's like started from the bottom. Now we here. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Started from the bottom. Now my whole team is here. Now this is my point about shit like this. Or even like you weren't with me with shooting in the gym. It's like when I was down, you ain't give a fuck because it's so, the thing that makes me frustrated about like when it comes to religion, even like the economy and shit. It's like, it's so easy. Everyone wants to feel better than someone else. Like that's the whole point. It's like, if I'm poor, like I think we're not a political podcast. But when I when I like when I oh, look just at just for the listener, this is not a political podcast. No, no, not a political podcast. Uh, this is um, not a political podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. All right. But when I think a lot about what's happening in politics, like a lot of things is going down is because you need to feel better than me. Like if if you're you know a poor working class white and I live in New York City and I make more money than you, it's like oh how can you feel better than me? Because now I have the thing that's better than you, which is money. Yeah. Oh. You feel better because you're white and I'm black. And that's supposed to be a thing that does that. When I go to church, again, I grew up in an area that wasn't the best. Like when I was younger, we moved out. In that area, the people who would walk down the street with the fancy clothes, with the, the I don't know what this air about them, were the religious people. Mm-hmm. Because they were, yes, may have been poor, but they weren't the same type of poor everybody else was. Like they were a different kind of poor. They were like, a blessed poor. So if you went and say, again, man, my, my mom was a single mom for a little bit. And it's like, yeah, my mom was older, a single mom. That's a thing. But if it was the pastor's, uh, or sorry, the, the assistant pastor's kid, when she got pregnant, it was like, oh man, yeah, you know, it, it was like a weird, a weird situation. She wasn't as sinful as everybody else was because that was the pastor's daughter. You know what mm. I mean? It's just a weird, and it's like, it's just this thing of like, we just judge so much shit. So I guess Boris did a great job, but it just fucking. No, he, no, I mean, he did he, a gr- I think he, he did. did a great job. It was such, like, especially when he was <laughs> preaching in the church, I was like, oh my goodness. Yeah. Like, he's preaching, and it's, and the, and when the kid fell asleep, I was like, good for you, dude. Like, seriously, because I, yeah. I was mm-hmm. like, this is nonsense. He's preaching about, he's like preaching about this. And meanwhile, and I love that they did this. Mm-hmm. When the when the the uh, bro like the homeless couple came in, they're homeless and pregnant. I mean, they're looking. I mean, they literally compare them to Mary and Joseph. Like right. when they're singing, he does that in his dream. Mm-hmm. But he's they're coming in, and all the people are like, "Oh, you can't sit here. Oh, you can't sit here." <laughs> happens all the time. It happens all the time. It happens all the time. And I'm just so like, and I'm like, and I was just like, yeah, you, the the hypocrisy of you trying to preach this story 
And meanwhile, there are actual people in need in front of you and you're not doing anything yeah. about it. it. That's the thing that I like it. I look at that sometimes and I, and I understand, man, I, I, I really do. I have sympathy for how they get caught up in it, but it's like, Oh, they really don't see it. And to me. It actually, I start to, I have actually started to look at the Bible. Like, I'm like, Oh man, like the people who are so, who believe that they're so into this almost always are the people who need this thing the most. And they like, they're not yeah. reading it right mm -hmm. because they're so concerned about the, like the yeah. legality of it. Mm -hmm. And I was, I was Instead confused too about the, about this particular part yeah. because I mean like, and I, and I get where we get to with the pastor, but before up until this moment he had been very seemingly understanding of what that couple was going through right i kept expecting him to notice it was happening right. and then and then say something about it like let them let them have a seat right. blah, blah blah do not cast he them did out. say the thing when they were outside singing he was like he was like i don't want your mom to be like that yeah right because you look because you look, right cause here you, give them some money you look down on those people because yeah. i feel like people have to <laughs> I feel like humans instinctively have the need to want to feel important. And, yeah. and that manifests sometimes in different ways. And like, sometimes people just use that shit to like, ah, yeah. like you ever, you ever meet somebody who does something good for someone else, but then won't let you hear the fucking end of it. It's like, Hey man, you know, I was volunteering the other day. Yeah. I'm like, great. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. You know, it's, it's not to get me to join. Right. It's cause you is like, it, you're doing this thing not because you really want to, but right. that's the thing you think you're supposed Again, to do, and so you're funny, telling me about it. Because it's in, <laughs> Jesus it's, talks about that in the Bible too, about the man who like comes and he's like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put all this money in, and he's like, oh, but see that person over that that old woman over there who's like putting in, she put in two cents, and this guy's like has this big show. She gave more than this guy did. Oh yeah, because yeah. she actually it, it, it cost her something, yeah. and she's doing it in secret, and this guy's trying to make a big show of it. He's like, I don't. This is not what it's about. Anyway. Um, we have no. to get to the end because we have to we have to leave. <laughs> but oh, the right. the um the end basically is he goes he finds out Tyrese is his dad. There was no what? there were no bullets in that gun. <laughs> Stop. A cop come a black cop comes and a black cop's like yo if there was anybody else here this would have ended differently. He means he would have been shot, which is true. Because uh, oh. he came in with he came and told him to freeze. He already had a loaded weapon in his hand. It's like unless he literally didn't move and just dropped the gun, he probably wouldn't shot. Um, anyway, uh, then they like that's the guy from Power. I, I don't oh, watch Power, wow. but I know he's from. Oh, Power. he did a good job. Then uh, they go to the church and they see Jennifer Hudson's outside the church because she came to see her baby. And he's like, "Come on, ma, you got to come in." And then and then he's like, "All right, I got my dad here. I got my mom here. You need to tell me what you did." And he. And Forrest Whitaker he confesses admits, really quick. He confesses, like, <laughs> which yes, of course, like he's being put on the spot. Like he can't be like, yeah. no, 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 no. But yes, he does. He confesses, which is cool. He's like, I should have. I I'm so sorry. I paid him five thousand dollars to leave you. Um, they couldn't give him. They couldn't say like ten. Well, I think it was supposed to be significant because the rent. the mom needed five thousand dollars. Yeah, even though it was it was like a low, very low number. Because then Jacob Byers was you left me for five thousand dollars, which I was also like, yeah, damn, Come that's on, like man. a low damn, amount of money. Bro. He was like, and basically it was like, I guess Tyrese had a hit on him or something because he's like, I was in with some bad people. He had to pay up the bookie or whatever. It was the worst decision I ever made. Jennifer Hudson's like, yeah, damn right, it's the worst decision you ever made. I'm out of here. And then the to me the most impactful moment of the movie was Jacob Lattimore's response to his mom saying like it's not just about you 
yeah. which I was like, ooh. I, literally, actually, when he said that, I went, woo, damn. Yeah. I like yeah. out loud. No, it was intense. <laughs> yeah. It was intense. Because it's true. Yeah. And, and the thing is, you, because, and this is actually why it worked the whole movie. You feel bad for Jennifer Hudson the whole time. But when Jacob Latimer was like, it's not just about you, I was like, it's true. Like, you can't just, yeah. you know, like, I, yeah. I, I understand that you're hurt, but this kid is desperately in need for a family like a, a, and he wants his, to know his dad he wants to know his grandparents he wants his family to be together it's not saying that they're gonna have to they're going to be together and you got nowhere to but, go but yeah. and you got nowhere to you go got nowhere to go and this is the thing where he was like he was like you got to learn how to forgive and this is kind of like i think what you're talking about where all of a sudden he starts to push like the message of the black activity story, a lot. which, which <laughs> does feel like a lot, especially cause he was sleeping through most of it. Yeah. But <laughs> I will say from my own, like my own faith journey, cause I still identify as a Christian, even though I like, there's a lot of part about the Christian culture that feels really toxic. Just like there's a lot mm. about masculinity that feels really toxic, but there's something mm-hmm. about masculinity that is, that is great. And I think should be celebrated yeah. for the, 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 the value of forgiveness to me is still something to be valued, even though it's a really hard thing to do. And I think it's one of the hardest things to do is to forgive somebody who's wronged you. But there's something in that that's healing because it heals. Yes, it's healing for the the person that you're forgiving, but it's also healing for you because you get to let go of that anger that you're like kind of holding on to. And I think yeah. people hold on to that anger because they think it drives them. But there's a part of it that always like keeps that kind of holds you back. And so there was a to me there was a beauty of that. That said, it was like tied up in a nice little bow. Yeah, I mean, do I you think know, that family's going to be so all peaches and roses not. afterwards? No, absolutely not. <laughs> but um, yeah. I think that, and I also think they did a good job of showing that too. Like Tyrese being a little farther away from uh, Jacob Lattimore in the yeah. last scene, you know, and he kind of grabs him a little bit, but he's still like, you know. Yeah. I don't know you, you know. I mean, yeah. he calls him like but, um, lunch money and not son. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, But I'm saying the movie's 90 minutes and some movies need to be, you know, 105 minutes. You know, some movies, you know, are just a little bit longer than 90 minutes and they have a little bit, just a couple extra scenes. Flesh out a little bit more I'm not, not going to lie. I don't know if I could have taken more. No, I could have I definitely taken more. Just like five more minutes, you're just saying? Just like five more minutes. I don't know. Like, some 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 of the nativity stuff. I don't stuff, know either. It, it, I think it, it. It was like I liked it, but it was like it was a lot. I was like, okay, I, I the movie was a, it was a lot. I like, okay. man, you could have took out three minutes for me. Oh man, no. wait before, could, before we before we end. I feel oh, like yeah. we should do a special because we're in the holiday season. Yes, yes we are. Well, that song was "Be Grateful." Um, that I, was a tough. I think we I think we should live in a world it's like, where be grateful. <laughs> Yes, right. Sorry. Be grateful for what? I was like, I was like, why are you telling him to be grateful? No, never mind, never mind. What? Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, we're all grateful. But it's my good. Thing you should is be like, grateful. Gratefulness is good. I think this holiday season, to all of our, our wonderful listeners, like if you if you are a Christian, if you are, you know a non-believer, it's like you know maybe we should live in a world where like we try not to judge one another. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe we try not to look down on another person. Maybe mm. try to understand their side mm. of the story, their side of the world, and just take a beat. You know what I mean? Because I will say this, it's like, mm-hmm. I have felt what it's like to feel judged by someone else. And I've mm-hmm. judged someone else not even knowing I was doing it, just instantly. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I feel like this holiday season, this is your chance. This is your chance to actually help someone. And don't tell everybody about it. You know, you may have that coworker. Oh, I'm telling who, who you know, Shut up. <laughs> you may have that coworker who like, oh man, you know, they got two kids. Mm-hmm. They're working at the movie theater. You know what I mean? Like, they don't have enough money to take care of these kids. You might be able to help them out on the way, but not make it a big deal. Because, you know, 
Just be kind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just it's so dumb. But I remember, like, and again, I tell you, I'm not the biggest religious person. But the one thing when I went to college, I studied world religions. It was one thing I noticed out of Christianity, Judaism, um, Islam, and Buddhism was treating your neighbor in oh, I'm gonna say it in different ways, right? Mm-hmm. But treating your neighbor as you would want to be treated. Simple, yeah. it's one simple thing. And the thing is so funny is that rule. it's so funny because again. Yeah, we studied those four, and then we also studied like Buddhism. It, literally, because Buddhism isn't technically a religion; it's just a way of living. It's like you could do all of those things and just be good. You could just be, you, you know. Think about that. If, if if racist people were like, "Hey, you know what, black dude, you just like me. I don't want someone putting a cross in my front yard. I'm gonna be nice to you. We be good. It's so simple. It's like simple things. But I don't know, guys. Just 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 be kind this holiday season, please. That's all. Yeah. I, you know, while I was watching this movie, in the two minutes before we knew who his dad was, um, oh, I was like, shit. you know, it'd be crazy. Because cause that's Jacob Lattimore, right? I was like, it'd be crazy if, like, suddenly Hancock flew in, right? And he was like, because he needed a savior. The whole movie, the whole movie, he needed a savior, right? We can't argue that. Or oh, the savior. He needed a savior. I'm saying he needed he needed the savior. But he but at the beginning of the movie, that was really good. Thank at the you. beginning I'm of the sorry, movie, that was need, really good. He needed, Thank you. He needed a savior. Now I'm not gonna do my religious jokes around John. It works. They Hancock work. flies <laughs> in, right? And then Jacob Lattimore looks at him, and he realizes that they have a connection. And you know, Hancock's like, because he's like a little mean to him because he's drinking his beer or whatever, and he's like, hey, yo, call me an asshole one more time. And he's like, no, nah, man. In I'm church? Call you is it church? Because I'm time. I'm I'm time. And I'm actually here to tell you a story. And he gives him a card. Wait, Wait who's and time? Reads ta- and he reads it. And then we now suddenly he, realize, he holy from shit, Hancock. this is a collateral beauty to crossover. Collateral. Oh. <laughs> okay? And time. <laughs> Jacob Lattimore Which is actually his character. It's also time. a Christmas movie, by <laughs> the way. Is it collateral? Kind of. Right? It's like a holiday movie. Oh, man. And then, like, and then they both go off into the sunset. He flies away. Time evaporates, and we don't know: was he an actor? Was he a, a real kid who who needed some help? Was Hancock Hancock, or was he? All right, dude, we about to get kicked out of studio. <laughs> All right, let's go, let's go, let's go. Enough of this. All right, it's time for the cause. Okay. Graham review films not based on how much we He's like disappointed. them. Disappointed. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> but how much they help the cause of more leading black actors in Hollywood? If we think it fully helps the cause, we give it a black fist. Right, okay. If we think somewhat helped the cause, we give it a white palm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Think, sorry guys, this really this movie didn't help the cause at all. You don't give it anything. I don't know what to give. Yeah. Yeah, so, so. All right, on the count of three, we're gonna throw up our ratings. Here we go. Shit, I I legit don't know what to give this movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> one, two, three. Shit, I knew y'all. Were... No, this is good. Two black fists and, uh, and a white palm. I, I Damn it. Know. I gave it a palm. Shoot. I think that's a good. I think that's a. Palm. I didn't know what to give it. Collectively a good rating. This is my is thing. It? This I question thing. this. This is my thing. <laughs> I didn't know what to give it. Uh, and I think the reason I even gave it a palm is not even because of the movie. It's only because of my own personal dislike of certain types of people. Because <laughs> basically, like, in my mind. <laughs> Wait. Hear me out. I think I did it wrong. I think I, did, I think I did this wrong. I think I did it wrong. 
That's like, why. Not because the movie didn't make any money. No, or... no, it was like because I hated Forrest oh, Whitaker. That would be why. I understand. I hate. I hated Forrest Whitaker. I was like, man, fuck this movie. But I think that's. But that's the you point. Hated for, you hated him. You hated the character as a person. I like did. if you knew. I did. Like if you knew that character that in real life, you I would. I did. <laughs> and the thing is, and the thing is, I was like, man, should this, should this? as for me and my house, my house and my house. Uh, I'm here we looking for my grandson, but my grandson would never be a pickpocket. Pick and for me and pick my house, it's we so, will praise the Lord. It's, I, I don't man, know, man. In that Old Testament, they got belongs to me. Yep. I don't know Sorry. why I did it. Literally, my, I, <laughs> I think it was difficult because it's like, and again, I think I couldn't break away because my mind was like, oh man, should the world see a character like this? Which is, yeah, they should. A hundred percent They should. Because yeah, those think, characters exist. Yeah, I think my heart just was like, man, fuck. Okay. Forrest Whitaker's movie. Wow. I did it wrong. Um, I'm sorry. You y'all. did it wrong. Uh, I'm sorry. So the reason that if I was, was going to give it a palm, I would have given it a palm is because movie made no money. Jacob Lattimore has been doing stuff, but yeah. But yeah. has he been leading? He did. He did. He let um, Slate. Slate this year. We didn't did, review that's this true. year. We did, it was. Okay. It was. Or last year. Yeah, I super, mean, I, superhero movie. Right. It was like one of those indie And movies. also his inability to lead something. I don't think that's on. I think the fact that he got well, I'm sorry, you're in the middle telling your thing. Well, uh, anyway, I gave it a fist though because yeah. Jacob Lattimore is still kind of you know he's been doing stuff, and you had so many black actors in this like yeah. black excellence all around, you yeah. know, and a black uh, woman director. I mean, come on, yeah. So I had to give it a, a black fist, yeah. even if it didn't make any money, and there is no, there's not going to be a black activity too, which is sad. <laughs> Are you sad, John? No, not really. Continue. <laughs> yeah, I mean, everything you just said. I mean, like, Jacob Lattimore, this is his second movie, and uh, I don't know if it's his first lead, but he does a great job in it. And, you know, this is, I mean, exactly what Bray just said, black excellence specifically, you know what I mean? Like, the the black woman director. I mean, that don't happen enough in Hollywood. And it happened with this movie. And also, I, I cannot tell you how many times I've seen in the in the newspaper, which nobody reads anymore, but in the newspaper wow. or in posters and flyers and stuff, black nativity is happening at this church or it's happening at this theater or whatever. And I literally never went my whole life. And I just saw black nativity today. And you want to know why? Because this movie exists. So I gave it a whole black fist. Just a are big you, old black fist. Are you going to see it for Light. real now? Are you going to see it for I, real? I would go see it now. I would actually go see it now. This movie did its job. I'm going to go give money to, you know, some community theater somewhere. Because <laughs> it's usually done at community theater. Slight actually came out two years ago. That was two years ago? Yeah. That's okay. Jacob Lattimore is the man. He's also he's also in a movie um, starring uh, one of my good friends, Gully, coming out in 2019. Our friend Dave. Dave's in that movie. Nice. Um, We don't know what we're reviewing next week. Another Christmas movie. Probably. Another, yeah. Christmas or holiday movie. Uh, What's the one I refuse to do? Uh, But we do know the week after that, we're going to review... Spider-Man? Spider-Man. Spider-Man! Into the Spider-Verse. When does If Bell Street Could Talk... When does that come out? Bell Street? Technically, the wide release, I think, is... Uh, like the twenty first or something. I think it's around Christmas. This Christmas, <laughs> shit. I got. I got work on my tone. Before so I if you guys have other holiday movies, <laughs> yeah, we might be doing this Christmas, even though these guys really don't want to. I want to do it. I'll do it. Bit- All right, let's do it. Shit, I should name the song. Let's commit it. I bought this on myself. This yeah, Christmas, you did it. The song is so good. It All is right, a great song. Uh, you can follow us at Blackman Podcast on Twitter, and Instagram. Blackmanpodcast dot com is our website. Uh, please, if you are in New York. Uh, well, actually, it would be t- t- tonight. You have to come 
Yeah, tonight. Tonight or next next or week. Or next week. Yep, next week. Um, we have a show, Astronomy Club. Let's talk about mm-hmm. Race Baby at the UCB East Village Theater. Uh, so come out to that. Um, oh, right. You can follow me at John Braylock, J-O-N-B-R-A-Y-L-S-E-K. That's it. You can follow me at James Third Comedy, James Third Comedy at dot com. Third is three R D. Um, instead of following me, go out and hug somebody. All right, go out and tell somebody that you love them today. I'm gonna say that all month of December. Tell somebody you love them today. And if anybody wants to talk comic books or anything like that, like we can't talk about that on the podcast because this is a doing? black Hollywood podcast. What but if doing? anybody is just interested in talking about that, please tweet at me. <laughs> hey yo, I was a comic book store today, man. Oh, what'd you get? Uh, I got uh, Heroes in Crisis. Oh, um, number three. Number three is out. Number okay, three, number All three. Right. Got number three. Got number three. Okay. Uh, also, <laughs> also, pretty sure this will be pretty good. So we have merchandise to sell. Oh yes, uh, <laughs> yes, yes. We got a merch store now. We got a merch store. Yo, we got a merch store on um, uh, T Public. I believe is that that's the name. T Public. T E E Public. P U B L I C. Also can find. Yep, you can also find our stuff. At Forever Dog, what is it? Forever Dog Productions dot com. <laughs> Man, we it's Forever Dog Productions dot com. <laughs> You're the one who decided. You to said it. Name You're the, the, one who, the website. Well, well, no, what I'm saying is because if you go on Forever Dog's website, you will see Black Man Can't Jump. You can That's click right. on our page and it right. will show our T-shirt that connects already to um, T Public. Yeah. So yeah. hey guys, I mean the holidays are here. Yep. You know what I mean? Get you a sweatshirt. Get, get you guys you a get mug. You a sweatshirt. Get you a get shirt. Get a sticker to put on your computer. Yeah. Hey, I want a sticker. Me too. Okay. James, can I borrow um, $20? I mean, this let me see what I got. All right. We're, we have to go. Thank <laughs> you guys so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Dog. Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.